0: you know, the Twitter scenario for me is one of those, the, the reality, the, the perception breeds that that it's worse than the reality. Look, Twitter is a platform that to me lives in the issue, advocacy, nonprofit, cause-related, you know, hyper-discussion world. So look, if you wanna get into discussions related to BLM, COVID, Me Too, societal shifts taking place, Uh, thought pieces, you know, AI and what it could mean for the world, et cetera, et cetera. I think that's very much a solid breeding ground for what Twitter was really built for when you start understanding the mechanics of the feature set, how people use it, (laughs) why all the grumpy people show up versus the happy people. And, you know, that's always been its ethos. I, I think brands, agencies have been locked into spending on Twitter for years and maybe without proper just cause, and now have been given a reason to turn it off without having to admit maybe we shouldn't have been spending all that money in the first place because we're a brand in this category, and what value does it really have to be there other than reach, and it's cheap, um, relative to what it was really designed for. So I mean, look, you could take it, some package good brands and say, you know, why, why, are, why are we on Twitter? If we're not trying to galvanize and start a new conversation around beauty let's say beauty needs to go towards a spectrum of skin tones and non-body shaming and that's a conversation that is a market conversation then twitter makes sense okay but if you're really trying to uh you know push a new shade of red lipstick i don't understand the point that you should be on instagram where people are putting out glossy stunty photos not on twitter where people largely talk we don't need to debate red lipstick it's not relevant So I looked at it as, oh, you you guys are going to use Elon Musk as your scapegoat to walk from the platform when maybe you probably shouldn't have been there at that level of scale investment in the first place because I can't say that was the design. And that's kind of the behavior I see when agencies issue a statement saying, yeah, Twitter is now a risk buy. Twitter is the same. It's been the same. You know, and just because Donald Trump was allowed back on it doesn't mean it's any more riskier with all the other you know, uh, uh, extremists and ideologists that are on the platform. Getting rid of one doesn't now make or adding one doesn't make it more safe or less safe. I mean, let's just be real here. So, and then to say that, hey, we don't agree with the executive decision-making process. Again, that of the leadership, that doesn't discredit the viability of people's willingness to debate and chat and go back and forth. The executive decision makers aren't in the conversations moderating them as you know what I'm saying like it's a like it's a panelist so that's not necessarily a a good enough reason again I think people use it as an easy way out when they maybe should have been out a long time ago so when I think about the Super Bowl the Super Bowl is that flashpoint moment Twitter is amazing at that and it doesn't matter if it's some societal shift taking place or World Cup or Super Bowl or the Olympics or whatever it is that flash place moment and it's great for making massive inroads in, in penetration in a user psychology in a very short window. You know, because it'll bump on Twitter and it'll trend heavily for 48 hours, 24 hours. And that's what the Super Bowl is all about. It's about a flashpoint that trends with a, a, a long tail uh, from its height ascent of when a spot debuted. So why would you turn off the mechanism that is that is amazing at gaslighting that? for another one because Instagram, unless you're posting highlights from the Super Bowl. Can I say,